Spinner. Welcome to Notebook, a guide to art, culture, and tourism in Tokyo. My name's Stuart Monroe, a long-term resident of the city, and each weekday around this time I'll bring news and views from Japan. And as the prospect of travel draws ever closer, I'll also note changes in travel as and when they happen. A tea ceremony took place near the summit of Mount Fuji last Wednesday the 7th, in a special room at Station 8 on the mountain's Yoshida Trail, before the summer climbing season officially ended last weekend. Though tea ceremonies have been held in the past at Sengen Shrine on the mountain, it was the first time the event had been held in a portable room at Eboshiwa Shrine on the Yamanashi side of Fuji. The almost two cubic square metre tea room was made by twisting yarn using the traditional gunnai texture from Fuji Yoshida and placed over a stainless steel frame. While tea master Soryu Mori boiled spring water and poured the tea into a traditional akahada ware from Nara Prefecture. Elsewhere, Ine Kari no Sudoi, the rice harvesting event and get-together, was held for owners of rice fields in the Mariyama part of Mie Prefecture, for the first time in three years having been cancelled for the past two years due to the pandemic. After learning how to harvest from a local farmer, owners then used a sickle to harvest the Natsu Iro, a new variety of rice produced in the region. And this fresh harvest will then be distributed to other terraced rice fields in the area, with some rice sold at local roadside markets. The story of Tetsuya Yamagami, the suspect in the shooting of the former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, is being made into a film directed by Masaawa Dachi, a former member of the Japanese Red Army who hopes to release it on the day of Abe's state funeral, September the 27th. Made at breakneck speed in under two weeks, the film said to hark back to Adachi's cinema of actuality from the 60s, politically-minded films that responded in almost real-time to news. The film also bears the hallmark of his earlier 1969 documentary, aka Serial Killer, about a 19-year-old who killed four with a handgun in the course of a month the year before. Between October and November 1968, Norio Nagayama murdered four people in a killing spree across Japan, with a shotgun stolen from a US Army base. Adachi, together with the cultural theorist Masao Matsuda, the scriptwriter Mamoru Sasaki, and others, set out to trace the young man's footsteps. And the result is an experiment in the documentary comprised purely of landscape shots, each showing scenery that Nagayama may have experienced during his upbringing. At the same time, these actual places were presented as hard facts, against the more ambiguous changing consumer landscape of advertising signboards then beginning to dominate the country and distract the eye. News in Japan during the 1960s and 1970s was peppered with violence, from hijackings and hostage crises to student protests. Adachi, along with other directors Nagisha Oshima, Toshio Matsumoto and Koji Wakamatsu all rushing to reflect on what changes were happening across Japan and abroad, borrowed the sensationalised coverage of these current events, turning news into material that would scrutinise the rapidly changing media landscape, at that point dominated by television. Fifty years on and coverage has shifted from TV screens to mobile devices, yet Adachi sees that season of politics and images to be as strong as ever. The tools may have changed, but the same stories linger, 
Very little is known of what the latest film will entail, but it's said to present a dispassionate view of Yamagami. Screens planned to happen at Loft Lifehouse in Shinjuku are thought to take place at the end of this month, or sometime in October. That's all for now, I'll be back tomorrow with more news and views. If you enjoyed this episode, you might consider rating us on Apple Podcasts, or think about spreading the word online. But for now, thanks for listening. This has been Notebook. <laughs>